I'm Kate Daniels. College debt? No, we don't want that. So let's be proactive, and we have the strong voices to guide us to that path. Luke Miner is the new director of the Washington College Savings Plans, and Jackie Ferrado is the community relations manager. They are steeped in these super programs, so let's get right to their stories. Luke Miner and Jackie Ferrado, it is so wonderful to have you join us this morning with, oh, lots of exciting things to share. So welcome and thank you. Thank you, too. Yeah, We're happy thanks. to be here. Definitely. This is so great because there's so much that's available now through the Washington College Savings Plans that it used to be that we fashion this around timing because with the GET program, there is a timeline. But now with Dream Ahead, it's much broader, more wide open, correct? But I'm just stating these things. Now we have you both here as the experts to really enlighten us and give us some of the timelines, right? Definitely. Yeah. And, and so for a background for folks who aren't familiar with the state's college savings plans, uh, we've had the GET program around since 1998. It's been a very popular program for families. It's a great way to help families get ahead of future college costs. The state designed it to specifically keep up with future tuition costs so that no matter how much those change in the future, you had that peace of mind knowing that you locked that in in advance. But over time, we saw that there was a demand for also having investment-based products. And so that led to the creation of Dream Ahead that we opened last year. And so this was really an extension of GET as a way to provide more options for families. So uh, what we have now with that program is a set of investment options that the saver can go on and choose a set it and forget it type of approach where the investments automatically adjust over time as their student gets older. And so us and our business partner help manage that risk over time for families, or they can mix and match and have a more hands-on approach to their investing. So we really have get, which is the peace of mind plan that no matter what happens, you're covered. Or if you feel like you want to be a little bit more sophisticated and have more control over your investments, there's Dream Ahead for that. And do people or can people actually do both? Uh, yes. In interestingly enough, there's no uh, restrictions on that. There is a contribution limit between the two programs, but that's a very large amount. It's $500,000. And most families will never, you know, it would be a good problem if you were up it against would. that $500,000 limit. So no, you can participate in both programs. And it's very easy to do that. Families can sign up with either program in just a few minutes. And uh, but what we really want families to do is while it's easy to get in, enrolling it started is to take the time to understand both programs, how they work, how they can work together or the advantages of one over another for someone's particular situation. And, and go with the one that, that makes most sense to them and their savings goals. And so the thing that we want to be really clear about this morning is to let listeners know that with GET, there is that time frame for registering and, and when a particular year ends. And that's coming up, isn't it? Exactly. So GET has an enrollment period every year from November 1st through May 31st. And we are actually in the tail end of that this year. So May 31st is the deadline for uh, enrolling in GET this year. And so we always encourage families to make that commitment, you know, while the enrollment deadline is still open, you know, otherwise you have to wait till next year. And that's just one more thing on your to-do list that you haven't gotten to. So we always encourage families to take this opportunity, go to the website, get.wa.gov, learn about the program and see if it might be a good fit. And if so, get enrolled before May 31st. And so 
there's a different website for each of the programs, or I know there's also one website that maybe takes us to both. Is that right, Luke? Exactly. So wastate529.wa.gov, wastate529.wa.gov, has information about both Get and Dream Ahead. It talks about what a 529 plan is in general, and then what's similar about the two different programs, and then how they're different and how they can complement each other and easy ways to get to more information about each plan. Great. So, Jackie, it's wonderful to have you join us this Thank morning. You. This is the first time that we're having an opportunity to meet and converse. And so you're welcome. I really appreciate your taking time to be here. And one of the things with your experience, uh, you're with the previous director of the program, mm -hmm. uh, Betty, who many of us met through the airwaves, at least over the years. But you also have had your personal experience of really having your own investments with GET. Right, right. So when I first started working for the program, I too was a young mother with um, two kids and really had a, a desire to make sure that my kids weren't going to be overburdened with debt. So I was the epitome of a parent that was saving and learning how to do this alongside my kids. And then as my kids got older, they became parents too. So now I get to be the grandma of three beautiful little people in the world and um, teaching them, not just my kids, but my grandchildren, the the effort and saving and being prepared has been kind of a treat. We turn it into a math problem all the time, you know, like how can we save and what does saving mean? And um, in fact, my granddaughter, she's two and a half years old and she's gotten really good at putting the change in the piggy bank, you know, and she gets excited and claps when she gets to do that. And then as they get older, you know, the conversations really are how this is going to help them when they're ready for college and not be having to worry about how they're going to pay for that. And their parents are really excited about it, too, because they don't have to carry the burden of being the only person who's helping to save. Right. One of my favorite um, experiences is in being the grandparent and doing this, too, has been about kind of picking different holidays and opportunities to actually be highlighting a savings opportunity that's maybe not traditional. And so we've got Easter... Uh, Easter time, most of everybody in the family's out buying things for an Easter basket. And so what I started doing several years ago, and I do this for my sister's grandkids too, is putting like the equivalent amount of money into their college savings account as I would have spent buying things for an Easter basket. Mm -hmm. So whether it was $5 or $10 or $20, I just take that and put it in there. And then I made cookies and bagged them up and handed the kids the cookies. And they could care less if there was a toy in there at all. All. They were they were just happy to get a treat, right? And then the parents were really grateful about the fact that money is being routinely deposited into their college savings account so that they will have that later on. And I think that any of us can relate to that experience mm -hmm. of buying so many gifts and these lovely young little people just are overwhelmed with so much stuff around them. They sometimes don't even know where to look right. because there's just too much. And this, at least, is a very focused way of making money work well. Right, yeah. right. That's and the kids may not understand it entirely, but they begin to. You know, I have an eight-year-old grandson now, and he, he gets it now, you know, what it looks like to be saving money. And so he starts talking about things he could save for that maybe doesn't have to do with college, but does have to do with things that he wants to have. And that's a really good concept to learn. So let's make it a learning experience too, right? Exactly. And that's what's exciting about having you share these stories, Jackie. It gives those families and those individuals who haven't really considered this 
let them see how exciting it is and what an education there really is because when you do this for the long term. But then if we're just getting started, and Luke, this is where you really want to give us that information about how the different programs really work and and what it means long-term in terms of college debt, not having that, what it means about having that peace of mind of thinking of going to college. Well, exactly. There are so many things that a family needs to think about in preparing for a college education, and that can feel really overwhelming to a family. So the first thing we tell them is to take a step back and, and like Jackie shared, look for those opportunities where you can free up a few dollars here and there and just start making that commitment to saving. If we think about what the cost of college might be, it, it could just be this this phenomenon that makes us stop and, and not know where to start. But, but it's all about just making that commitment to the saving today. And so we have, again, two great programs that help you do that. Yet it's been around for a long time. And we always told families, the sooner you start, the better. But the good news is it's never too late to start. So whenever a family is listening to this at whatever life stage they're at and and raising their children, or if someone wants to send themselves back to school, if they want to get some further education, these plans can actually work for that as well. So it's really flexible in that way. But uh, with GET, we tell families it's really best to start that program in grade school or younger. You can even start before your child is born by naming yourself the beneficiary, and then once they're born, transferring the account to that child. With Dream Ahead, it might be a lot more flexible for a family because of the different investment options that are available that are either a more conservative one that that protects you more from risk or a more aggressive portfolio that can get you greater returns over time. There's a lot of flexibility there. So that's why the state offers both of these programs to help families meet them at whatever life stage they're in of raising their child or again, saving for themselves for future educational opportunities. And both plans are designed to help families put little bits away at a time you can put large chunks down if you happen to have those available, but they work just as well if you may only have you know, $25, $50 um, each time you make a deposit. And have low deposits, uh, Dream Ahead only requires $25 to get started. Uh, get, you have to purchase a unit, which this year is priced at $113. Uh, but then once you purchase that first unit, you can make a $25 or $50 payment. It doesn't have to be for the purchase of a full unit. So we try to keep it approachable and flexible for families you know, in every part of the socioeconomic spectrum and are trying to get uh, be much more intentional about reaching out to families of all income levels to, to empower them and show them that this really is possible and whether you're able to save, you know, by the time your child's ready for school, if it's $1,000 to cover some textbooks or if it's several thousand dollars to make a big dent in the tuition bill, it all adds up and makes a difference. And the reality we see is that most families do rely on a mix of funds to pay for their college education, and that's okay. Savings should certainly be a a piece of that, and we like that to be a big piece of the pie for saving for college. But there's also going to be financial aid. There's student loans, which are a reality for many families, even if they have savings. And again, that's okay. Uh, The more they save today, the more they can reduce that uh, loan burden and make have more manageable payments on the other side when a student is coming out of school and getting into the workforce, looking at buying a house, a car, all those things that, you know, that helps someone launch and, and get started. Because we always are hearing or f- hearing so frequently these days about the amount of that college debt. I mean, that is starting off life with carrying like this <laughs> thousand pound backpack on your back, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is, yeah. Uh, $1.5 trillion in student loan debt out there nationally. 
And I believe uh, the most recent statistic for a Washington student coming out of school is about $26,000 in student loan debt. And that can be a really heavy burden for students coming out. And that's why we kind of we're careful with that message, right? We don't want to scare families about, again, getting overwhelmed of how, you know, how are we going to do this? It, it is all about those intentional efforts and doing what you can up front. But, you know, anything you can do to make an impact and that's going to reduce that future debt load. And and Jackie hears the, this conversation out in the community a lot when she's out talking with families and the different situations they found themselves in um, or or what they're looking at for their students. So. Yeah. A lot of times I'll hear families, um, they have multiple children in the family and they're just curious, like uh, they're dealing with their own student loan debt. And then they're asking themselves, well, how am I going to prepare my own children if I'm still dealing with mine? And that is one of the major messages that we're trying to make sure we get out there is to educate them on college savings plans in general, 529 plans in particular, and the benefits of having that, that, you know, where they can start early. Like we, we've been saying here, and Luke was mentioning, that a little bit will go a long way. But it does take a concerted effort, and it does, you know, it does require a family to um, kind of think ahead. And they, they don't need to know where their kids are going to go to school yet. I mean— we we were talking about how old, how young our grandchildren and children are, and so uh, we wouldn't know that yet, you know. But the the purpose is the main purpose is to ensure that the kids will not be overburdened with debt in the future. And so anything the family can do to participate along the way um, to save some some money um, will certainly help the kids then graduate from college and then begin their lives and be a part of the economy and part of their. Um, the you know the the way of life and all that and not be worrying about oh my gosh and now I've got this big twenty five pound packet on my back and yes. I I don't know how I'm going to cover that yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and thinking in terms of what it does for the economy I mean there's just so many dimensions to this but thinking then long term by doing that investment now and really making it a concerted effort, not having that debt, being able to really be productive citizens because they've gone to college, right? Exactly. Well, you know, uh, Jackie was mentioning how we do talk with a lot of families who are managing their own college debt. The really neat thing that we're also seeing is the next generation of college savers because these programs have been around for 20 years. So in the scheme of things, that's a relatively short period of time that's only about a generation so far. So we're now starting to see families who their the student uh, went through college, had get funds to help pay for that. It reduced their debt burden. And now they're set up very well to save for their own kids. And so we're starting to meet those students who are having kids of their own, having those same dreams for their children. And they're now on a good financial footing to be able to, to make those commitments and efforts up front. So it's really inspiring. It brings it full circle. We've had 53,000 students use their GET accounts and over a billion dollars worth of GET funds to help pay for college expenses. And not only in Washington, it's uh, you know private schools, schools in other states, even schools in other countries. It's really flexible in how people can use their accounts, either in GET or Dream Ahead. So it really can help take a child to wherever their dreams take them. It can go with them. And that's the thing about, well, I don't know where they'll want to go to school. Not an issue. No. Anywhere on the planet. Pretty, Who knows? Maybe Mars eventually. <laughs> right, <Maybe>. right. <laughs> Mars University. That'll be that'll be fun to see one day. And you know, you never know. It could be within our lifetime. <laughs> you, yes, it, the way advancements go, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Being able to then per, 
provide that foundation where taking advantage of educational opportunities that are going to be coming along, that will happen with having one of these programs or both of these programs in place so that our students, our kids, or ourselves may want to take advantage of. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And so, you know, our economy, uh, they, they talk about the debt economy, and we're really trying to flip that model as an industry, too, within the 529 industry, states across the nation are actually working together uh, this year. We've band together in a national awareness campaign around 529 plans. So people, so that starts becoming a household name like 401k is to retirement. So that families, unfortunately, the overall awareness of these programs is very low. It's something uh, less than 50% of families know about these and even uh, fewer are actually participating in these plans. And so We've identified this need to really get this message in front of people, help people understand what these are, help them understand the tax benefits, because that's something we may have brushed over, but there are some significant tax advantages by saving with these plans. Uh, Any growth in your account is tax-free if you use it for qualified higher education expenses. So that's just another tool in the financial toolbox to help um, provide, uh, offer additional value for your savings efforts. And so we've launched this national awareness campaign uh, at the beginning of March, and we're partnering with Fred Rogers Productions, who does Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood on PBS Kids, so very focused on education. And so our, we have segments running uh, before and after that, public service announcements, and a website that educates families on what a 529 plan is, and then how within their own state they can find their local plan and get involved. And so it's a really cool effort that we're making nationally to really make an impact there. That is just so phenomenal. And to think in terms of making it manageable amounts, I I was really taken with a a statistic of saving $5 a day even. Uh, And maybe $5 a day seems like a bit much. Well, every other day or twice a week, uh, give up that coffee, that latte or whatever special Mm -hmm. drink, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and you don't even have to give up those things too. But, But we often tell families just to think of it in those contexts. If you think about you have no problem spending $5 on a cup of coffee, could you think in that same mindset for for your college savings? And, Mm -hmm. you know, we we go through a lot of different tactics with families of of ways that you can kind of outsmart yourself, if you will, uh, into saving for your future. Yeah. Mine is the sausage McMuffin from McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah. I just gave up one, you know, well, not just, but yeah, giving up one of those a week or so and putting it, taking the money, though, just physically taking the money, not in theory, but in practicality, taking two fifty or three fifty and putting it, and that's one of the things I was showing my grandkids too. Is I take three fifty and I put it in a jar, and then the jar we move the money from the jar, you know, into the college savings account, and so they began to see, you know, that a little bit, a little bit here can go a long way there. And three fifty turned to seven and fourteen and twenty one, and you know, before the end of the year, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I didn't realize I saved that much money for. And it's in their college savings account. So 350 matters, you know. And so reading this particular little tidbit uh, about saving then $5 a day for 10 years adds to over $18,000 in savings. And that's not uh, talking about any kind of interest on it. I mean, once we begin to project like that, it gets exciting. But for kids to see it collect in that jar and it's like, that kind of experiential activity really has an impact. Right. Right. It really does. And and that's a really important point is families, we really encourage families to be having this conversation actively with their students, even if they're young, 
like Jack said, you can have the more uh, tangible models like a piggy bank that you're putting money in and you're talking about, okay, you know, and they have these three compartment bank banks where you can put money for saving, sharing, or spending. Mm-hmm. And so it teaches you a little bit about budgeting too. And so we've always been a proponent of any of that financial literacy education, not only for parents, but also for their children. And it's becoming more common uh, in curriculum in schools too. And, and we've partnered with a few organizations who are really committed to providing community education uh, to parents, to families, but also going into the schools and providing education to students. So they can understand, you know, if they want to make a large purchase in the future, what does the, the debt load associated with that look like? Or how would they need to save their money to avoid taking on a bunch of debt to, you know, buy a car or again to, to go to school or to buy a house, all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. So so it's really neat, uh, all the things going out, on out there and the, the efforts we're getting involved in to not only talk to families about the importance of uh, college savings specifically, but this overall financial literacy and understanding how to take better control of your money instead of having it have control over you. So, Yes, and I think it's so important to really recognize the the value. I mean, it's it's invaluable to really state to a child or to even think for ourselves that it's possible to go to college. Uh, I was talking with a young woman recently who thought that that her circumstances were f- fairly dire. She never even conceived college, any kind, even finishing high school was a possibility. But someone around had said, well, have you thought about college? So just planting that idea, even, you know, even though she was already a teenager, but planting that idea makes such a world of difference. And it did for her. I mean, she went on to, you know, get postgraduate degrees. So that's what we need to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the model of higher education or going to college is, you know, the college's experience is not just a traditional, you know, uh, building in a in a particular city or a type like a public public college or a university or a private university. Uh, the pathway to higher education is expanding in so many different ways. You know, there's community technical vocational colleges. There are apprenticeship types of training. There's um, school abroad. You know, there's a combination of things. There's online. And so really um, allowing the family to recognize that high, the, the pathway to higher education can take on many different ways. and to, But to be prepared for that, that's going to be the key in doing it. We don't, again, don't need to know what our kids are planning to do yet, but being able to help them um, along the way is going to be important. So, And and as you shared, Kate, and as we've talked about in the past too, uh, it is really important uh, about inspiring a child when they're young, the early intervention of someone making that commitment that I believe you are going to college or or getting a higher education, something that's going to increase your learning and increase, you know, connect you with the career opportunity you want. And so that is an important conversation with the child. And we see that students, there are studies that show that students who know there's a dedicated amount of savings for them for their college, future college, are more successful in high school, higher high school completion rates. They go on to college and are more successful there. There's uh, one particular study that says a student is seven times more likely if they have that college savings account and know about it. That's the key. It has less to do with the amount that's being saved and more to do with that intervention of saying, Yes, we believe in you, your college-going material, and we're going to help you do whatever we can to help you get there, which is why states now are becoming very interested in what are called children's savings accounts, 
it's helping uh, children in uh, underrepresented areas uh, where we, uh, you know, lower income families that have less discretionary income to put away. Uh, states or local organizations or philanthropy groups are putting together these programs that provide incentive dollars uh, to help. You know, sometimes it is associated with a college savings plan like ours. Sometimes it's associated with a credit union. Mm-hmm. But again, it's it's uh, the community coming together around all kids saying, we believe in your potential and in your future. And, and Washington is working on legislation that, that could make that a possibility here. It hasn't uh, gone yet, but maybe in a future legislative session it will. And we would be very open to that concept to get more and more families involved in this and ultimately inspiring kids to achieve and go pursue their dreams, really. And to get started. That's the thing. To get yeah. started in one or both of these plans, you were mentioning what it takes to enroll, but these are not fees. They are free programs, right, Luke? So, yeah, to get started, there is no enrollment fee. With GET, if you filled out a paper form, there is a processing fee associated with that of $50. But if you go online and t- do the 15-minute application, there is no fee for signing up. Uh, Dream Ahead, because it's an investment-based plan, works a little differently. So like many other investment plans, there are some annual fees associated with that for the management of the account and the underlying investment. But those are they're calculated on a quarterly basis and come out of the returns that you're getting on your account. So it's it's an easy, low-barrier program for families to save and easy to get started. And the easiest way for a family to learn how to do that would be to go to the new website we've created, which is wastate529.wa.gov. And again, that gives an overview of Get and Dream Ahead and how the programs are similar, what a 529 plan is in the first place, what the tax benefits are, and then how they could learn more about each individual program and get started. And that's it. If you know about it, get going. If you're already on it, that's great. Spread the good news, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Word of mouth continues to be the number one way that people hear about these programs. It's someone's had a positive experience either because they particularly like our program or they have seen what it's done for their child and their future success. And again, coming out of school with less student loan debt, ready to start their career and participate in the economy and not have those financial strains. And so, yeah, we hear it all the time. Families who have just had such a great experience and they're more than willing to be ambassadors for college savings and to tell their friends and family, coworkers, all of the above about it. So we're just a piece of that, trying to help spread the word. And the more people we connect with and, and who understand the message, and particularly people who've had that experience, it's just a, such a valuable thing for the whole community to become aware of. So. And the thing is, if there's an anticipated birth coming <laughs> in the family, you can even start that young. And make all those baby gifts, the baby shower gifts, devoted to that. Maybe you can buy a little trinket, a little rattle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But babies have overly much clothing and toys, really to focus the money to something that's going to have long-lasting effects on their life. I mean, that's priceless. Yeah, and we've, you know, we've started making a commitment uh, to our nieces and nephews. My wife and I don't have kids yet. That might be something on the table for us in the future. But for now, we have nieces and nephews that we're really interested in helping them be successful. So uh, our niece that was born uh, right before the Christmas holiday, we gave her actually now there's a operation that does gift cards where you can buy a gift card from Target or, or wherever some store. And then you can go to a website and you can have it added to your get account or your dream ahead account. So we went ahead and did that because we didn't know which plan their parents had started yet, and we were going to have the conversation with them 
and we wanted something to help them get started. And turns out they had already opened a Get account, and <laughs> and they put it right in there, and it was easy. So there's a lot of new, really creative ways for families to make gifting that much easier. A gift card is a very tangible thing for people; they understand that. So, you know, someone got this great idea that. Well, if you're going to buy a gift card to, you know, a restaurant, why not buy a gift card to contribute to college savings? And so we also did it because we wanted to try that out and it worked very smoothly. And yeah, it's just a really fun thing. And it's easy just to substitute that for something else you'd already be doing. Or, you know, in Jackie's story, she shared about the Easter baskets. You can still provide that treat. You can provide something to excite the child that they value, but you you know, also are putting something towards their future. And I would say from a grandparent perspective, too, for all you grandparents out there, what I did was before I even had grandkids, I opened up an account and named myself as both the owner and the beneficiary and just started saving because I didn't want to lose time or lose momentum. And then as my children started having their own children, they opened up their own accounts for them. And then I just simply transferred some money over as the seed, right? And then everybody's contributing to that. And so there will come a time when all that money then gets divided amongst all the grandchildren that I do have. And then I get to look back on that and say, what a legacy. Right? And they'll say, what a great, great Grammy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're both so great. Thank you. As always, to become more informed and to spread such important, invaluable information with our listeners is uh, really the least little thing that we can do, but this is big news. And I am so grateful to both of you, to Jackie and to Luke for being here and giving us a, an underscoring and then some new perspectives. So thank you greatly for doing this wonderful work. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Kate. We really appreciate you helping us get the word out. Always.